Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AG Chase Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an incredible place to live, work, and play. You know, if you're a regular listener to this show, or even if you're not a regular listener to the show, I think it's important to be reminded that one of the things that I talk about all the time is President H.W. Uh, Bush's one, a thousand points of light. That that one of the great things about making our community so resilient is the fact that we've got so many people here that volunteer their time that do amazing things to fill the gaps. We've got the formal organizations like United Way and Red Cross and all these organizations, and they certainly work together to help serve the community. But what makes us so resilient is that we have all these other volunteers that are like filling in the gaps, trying to figure out, okay, now where can our you know, our resources, our passion, where can we fill in to really help this community stay as whole as we possibly can? And not just here in, in coastal Mississippi, but really wherever we have the ability to inject our abilities, our resources outside the coast of Mississippi, you know, a lot of people here are willing to do that. They're just, they just, they just are willing to do that. Um, I have said so many times on the show that one of the great things about this community is that, that the people here, you know, once you take politics and all the division of the world aside and for a second and just look at what's in the heart and soul of a, of a coast of Mississippians, what you see is that we care deeply about each other, that we, we want to help each other. We reach out to our neighbors and we check on our neighbor. And there's so many great stories about that in the wake of hurricanes and difficult times here in coastal Mississippi. That's one of the reasons why when we watch what's happening in Ukraine, it's hard not to connect to them because it's almost like they're getting hit by Katrina every day. And you see these people and what they're doing to endure it. And they... And they're defining, as we have said here on the show many times, that buildings do not make a community. The people do. It's what it's the people that make a difference. And we associate ourselves with the people of Ukraine. We understand what they're going through. Certainly, we've never gone to war, but we've had to. We've had to, you know, be connected to our community, and we've had to undig ourselves, and we've had to be resilient before, and they certainly will be resilient as well. And we see that in them. But it's the it's the way that people work together in this community. And uh, I've got two guests today, and I'm really looking forward to having a conversation. You know, the headline for the conversation we're about to have is uh, is this hog hog addiction competition barbecue team winning hogs for cause over in New Orleans this past weekend. But the real story is what's in the heart and soul of the two guys that I'm going to be talking to today and their commitment to the community. And you know Jamie Bates already. We've talked to Jamie. He's the owner of uh, Daddy's Barbecue. He's been involved in a number of organizations, including Gulf Coast Ministries. He's a really talented uh, photographer uh, at, at James Bates, uh, excuse me, James Edward Bates Photography, and uh, who he's with us to, who's with him today is my friend, friend Marcio Bargazan, and um, Marcio, if you go to Mark, Marcio's Facebook page, what you see is it says, God, family, friends, and barbecue. It also says that they were the Memphis Whole Hog World Champion in 2019, and again, they just won Hogs for a Cause. We're going to talk about that because I think that's cool, these barbecue competitions that take place I guess all over America, and it's a big deal to win one of those. They raised about 2.6 million for uh, children with brain cancer over in New Orleans. 
but uh, but their story is is way more interesting than winning one barbecue competition. So without any further ado, let me welcome my friends uh, Jamie Bates and Marcio Bargazan to Coastview. How you guys doing? We're doing good, Ricky and Kyle. Thank you both for having us today. It's good. Hey, really? listen, Mar- Marcio, Jamie's been on my show many times. We've talked about all kinds of things. But if I were to go back and listen to those shows, you know, it's three or four times that he's been on the show. If, you, if there's a common thread through all of those shows, it's always he mentions this guy named Marcio. He always <laughs> mentions Marcio. <laughs> so are you brothers from another mother? That's right. We are. We are. I think. So what brought y'all together? Tell me the story, Marcia. Sir? What brought you two together? Uh, I think we share a lot of, uh, you know, values and, and, and views uh, that, that, that keeps us together, you know. Um, it's like we, we think pretty much alike. Uh, it's not hard for us to figure something out. Uh, are we having fist fight yet? <laughs> I don't think we ever come close. No. <laughs> we, it's... You know, I, my siblings, we, you know, I look at Jamie and I's friendship and uh, with my siblings, you know, it was rough times and uh, James and I's friendship has been always a good friendship. You know, we know how to, there's a, there's a very healthy balance, you know, and, and then we share, like I said, we share these values that we believe in. And so I, I yeah. think bring, bring Jamie, us. how would you describe your relationship with, with Marcia? He's the brother I never had, and uh, you know it's it's great. Um, he's somebody I know I can depend on if I'm ever in, in a in a bind, and that goes for so many of his friends and people in the community, strangers. He's always there for people um, when they need to be uplifted, uh, when they need a, a ramp built for their house. Um, he's helping people repair their homes in the community. Uh, he uplifts people spiritually, and actually, the first time we met was at Camping for Hope. Um, helping the homeless in our community. If that tells you anything about his character and the man that he is. Yeah. So, so okay, so Marcia, coming back to you, what do you do for a living? What's what's your job? <laughs> <laughs> so, me and my wife, we own a countertop business. And uh, Borg is on granite. That's what we do. And uh, we do countertops. And then when I'm not doing countertops, we're barbecuing. And when we're not mm-hmm. barbecuing, we, I serve as the missions coordinator for Northwood Church, and uh, you know we, we serve the community. So, well, hey, so Borgazon—that's an interesting name. I, I, of course, I'm spelling it. I'm saying it slightly different than the way it's actually spelled. What kind of name? Tell me about about where you come from. So the history of Borgazon is Italian. So I'm I'm a, a Brazilian-born kid. You know, I was born in Brazil. My parents were born in Brazil. My but on both sides of my family, they were born in Italy and migrated to Brazil. So that's interesting. Now, what brought you to America? Uh, I guess you know I was in veterinarian school trying to look for a way of making more money. Enrolled into veterinarian school, and that's kind of how it started, and uh, and that's how it, it all begun uh, that way. And, and I've actually lost my credits by overstaying here, uh, my veterinarian credits, and so it just kind of led to me meeting my wife and, and on and, and uh, married a Louisiana girl that kind of put a rope around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> here after. Go ahead, so, say, Jamie. He came here after Katrina. Yeah. So, 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 
So, Marcio, where did your love for barbecue, where did that come from? So, I mean, I would say love of cooking, really, because, you know, Italians, uh, our family's always, it was everything about food. There's always my mother, I can remember my mother growing up, she would cook for people all the time. My grandfather, you know, I can remember us going to, you know, as I was probably seven years old, we'd go to a place and buy these hogs. And he would, you know, he would get the hog and put it down and then we'd take on a wheelbarrow across town and go to our house, clean it. You know, I've got all those images in my head, you know, never knew that, you know, and then we start cooking uh, probably 10, 12 years ago with the Compton team. And uh, and the hog is kind of what got my attention, you know, uh, I, I like a challenge. I, I do like challenging. And so that's what kind of brought me to the whole hog deal because Cooking separate parts of the hog or, you know, brisket, it, it's fun, too, and it's part of the cooking, and people love it. But the challenge part is I think that's where I'm more into it, and that's what the whole hog comes in. I think that Netflix has done a really good job of helping us understand that barbecue is not just a southern thing. It's literally, if you think about uh, cultures around the world and how they do their barbecue. And I remember watching a particular documentary on Netflix that took you to different, you know, regions of the world, and Brazil was obviously featured. And Brazil has a great history of uh, cooking out, don't they? They do absolutely, and I, and I have to, to say this, Ricky. I think I think what helps a lot of times, and, and it is not just the culture experience that I had, not just tapping myself on the back, but it helps me with a little bit of knowledge I've got. So the Italian background, food, Brazilian. And then I married into a Louisiana family. So all of that, you know, those flavors, it, it does help me with a lot of knowledge when it comes to developing flavors and things like that. Yeah, my wife's family, my her her grandfather and grandmother on my, on her father's side came here from Croatia, but on her mother's side it was uh, Louisiana French, Nova Scotian French, the original Cajun Melancons were their name, and they were from uh, South Louisiana. But it was so interesting watching the merging of that Croatian and French culture. It's cool when you see those things and how it affects you know traditions and food and all aspects of it. That's pretty interesting for you, I bet. Oh, it is. It is. And, and it, it does. What it does is it, it, you can magically merge them and create something really good. You really can. And that is so That is so interesting. Look, we're having a very special show today. We're spending time with my friend Jamie Bates. We used to work together at the Sun-Herald. I've always thought the world of Jamie and his work in the community and how how what you know, just the way he approaches life just one of the nicest guys i know and his partner in crime his brother from another mother uh, marcio borgazan and uh, when we come back we're going to talk specifically about how they got into uh, competitions barbecue competitions because they've been to a lot over the years what is what what's the makeup of the team there's a lot of people on these teams you got to have a got to have a boss in a situation like that marcio is going to be interested to hear about your style when we come back we'll continue the conversation see you after this break Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. We have Jamie Bates with us today and Marcio Borgazan. And uh, when we went to break, we were talking a little bit about the influences on Marcio's life. He came, actually came to America to go to veterinary school. And one thing led to another. He's in the granite business. He puts granite countertops on. And, and the, on the side, he volunteers an enormous amount of his time. And uh, he's you know does barbecue competitions. And we sort of sort of began to see you know what what are the influences on him and why he got into barbecuing. Now Jamie and I have had these conversations before, but in case you didn't hear those past conversations, you know there's been some big influences from from Jamie's family on why he's also really kind of dedicated to the barbecue community the way he is today. Tell us a little bit about the emergence of Daddy's Barbecue and where the influence came from, Jamie. I, it really came from my family, you know, uh, similar to Marcio, you know, family influence. My dad had a little barbecue shack uh, on the middle of our family property in the middle of nowhere in uh, southwest Mississippi, Bates Barbecue. It would seat 12 people. He built it by hand. My mother took orders and greeted guests. My dad smoked the meat and served it. Uh, my grandfather washed dishes and my grandmother made the desserts. You know, it was a family affair. And... Um, that love just passed on to me, um, love for community, understanding that food is love, and it's a great way to, to give back uh, when you have opportunities to help people that are in need, families that are going through uh, medical challenges or death, um, people who've gone through a natural disaster. Marcy and I work really strongly together uh, with the Giving Back Foundation and other organizations to, to be there as soon as we can to help people. and. Barbecue is just the path we've chosen, and uh, it's those influences of family that have led us to that, and we really enjoy it. Well, yeah, it's interesting that barbecue is the path you've chosen, and uh, but boy, what an understatement! Because if I recall back, looking at watching your Facebook feed, you, there may be a mother that needs some help, and you're you know you're doing an appeal on Facebook to get them some help. Maybe somebody needs some clothes after some challenges. It may be maybe a number of different things. You may just want to need need to pick something up that's going to help somebody. You need a truck, and don't want to know somebody's going to Jackson or wherever so they can bring whatever it is back. And I watch people interact with you as you as you do this, and it's pretty amazing, actually. And you know, Marcia, when you watch Jamie, have you ever met a a kinder, more focused, more more wanting to give back person in your life? Never. And I'm gonna say this: Jamie is sitting over here telling you that I built people up, as he is the master of building other people's up. You know, I'm sitting over here listening to how he tells a story. I mean, I, I just, as he was telling me a story about his family and how it all started, I can, I can see a whole movie on Netflix, <laughs> you know, I can, you know, how he tells it. And it's, and it's so, so real, you know, and it's just good stuff. But he, you know, he, he would tell you, uh, he took my horn, but man, he's, he just, he just, it's greater. <laughs> I call people like Jamie the master deflector, <laughs> the, the master deflector. He always wants other people to have, you know, the attention and whatever. But you said you said that that uh, Jamie could have a Netflix special about the story of Daddy's Barbecue, and you're right about that. You know, you're you've gotten so good at pulling teams together and winning competitions. Man, we had a we had to approach the Food Network and get you a show on the Food Network. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 Jamie, he had an opportunity, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know how much we want to talk about that, but he's been approaching <laughs> work, and uh, we're headed to Memphis in May. 
they've inquired about following the team there. And uh, I don't know if he's given the final answer yet. But he- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because, you know, what, what people want to watch, they want to watch someone who's got – a commitment. They want to watch somebody who's a winner. They want to understand, you know, how do they bring this team together? Like, for example, uh, Marcia, how many people are on a winning team? So we got, you know, we got a, a core team, you know, which is it's a bunch of guys that are always there. They're going to be there. They're going to support. You know, we got James. We got Chuck Compton. We got Chet uh, Whittington from Maggie Farms. He's in North uh, Alabama. We've got Trip Ryan, Chef Trip Ryan. He's a phenomenal cook. We got Will. Uh, Gottberg, you know, we got a ton of guys, and I may forget some of the, you know, Jay Robbins, we got Will's sister that helps us a lot, my wife, uh, first and most, she has always supported me on this, Jane's wife, you know, she will go to some, but I'm going to tell you, the wives are mostly the superstars of this team, because we, I have four kids, and for me to go away for the weekend and leave her and for her to hold on the fork, it's just, you know, it's a privilege that my wife gives me to let me go and do what I do and what I love. And she understands that, that I have a lot of passion for. And uh, sometimes I push the buttons a little too much. <laughs> Jane knows. <laughs> but Well, that's what it means to win. I, I, I remember watching the, um, the, the eight-part series, American Barbecue Showdown, on Netflix. And, uh, man, there's a lot to it, dude. There's, there's so you got to really pay attention to the detail. In this particular case, it was single individuals and watching them cook. In fact, I had Melissa Cookson on on uh, on, on Coast View before talking about her role in, in that show. But it, to me, I think people are fascinated by that. So, how do you how do you bring a team together, Marcio, and win? I think I think you you know we built our team based on the, I, I I like people to share the passion. You know, I'm I'm very attracted to that dedicated people to to make things happen and share the same values as far as you know when we're cooking dedication and then trying to do that over and over again because uh it's it's difficult uh, cooking is very difficult there's a lot of challenges uh when it comes to you know it doesn't end at just cooking you gotta be you know i'll give you a little glance you know it, it starts at preparation our selecting the product that we're going to cook uh, second our, our blend of rubs injections and then next uh the process of the cooking and then next okay it's all cooked let's box it and send it to the judges and then yeah. and you, you you made it the finals now you got to sell your product you got judges will come to your tent and you got to tell them why you believe this is the best barbecue that you put out and and, and, and explain your process Basically, and so you got to have all of that down. It's a lot of work. Uh, it begins at the moment we'll sign up by buying product and, and, and working together from the little things to the big things. It just, it's a lot of work. Rick, Rick, well, the, yeah, go ahead, Jamie. Just really quickly, you know, cooking great barbecue is certainly an important part of the team, but Marcio has assembled a, a group of people who all have their heart in the right place. Nobody on the team is out for self. They're out to, to make the team the best they can be. We care about one another, and that makes a, a great experience for us every cook. 
I will remind him of that too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, okay, so let's c- come back to the hogs for a cause. Um, people need to understand this is no small competition. It's not like there are three or four teams there. Give them a sense of the scale, Marcy, uh, Marcio, of the, of the hogs for a cause in New Orleans. So on the competition side, which, you know, we, we can touch on the, on the fundraising part in a minute, but uh, the competition side is it's over 90 teams. And they all going in to compete for the grand prize. And you have to place well in four categories in order to qualify for grand champion, which takes it all. And so that's that's a that's a pretty stiff. You know, we had some teams that brought in Food Network uh, stars to come do their side dishes and things that matter for the for the grand championship. You know, six time world champions uh, competing on other teams, trying to you know trying to go for the same goal. You know. Um, and so it's it's it was definitely quite of a, an achievement for our team. Uh, it, it's important. You and I noticed it's interesting because you you said um, yeah I'll talk about the competition side, but on the fundraising side, as I mentioned when we started the show, two point six million dollars for chill for brain cancer and their you know children with brain cancer and their families, and uh, I, I you know of course I spent some time in New Orleans. I I, I watched this happen annually. It's supposed to happen last year. And uh, it wasn't able to happen because of the pandemic. So I bet there was a lot of pent-up demand to compete and make a difference this year, wasn't there? It was. Well, the, the event was held in the fall. It was later than it was supposed to be last year, but they did have it. And so the, yeah. this year's event was only nine months long, and they still made a record collection. Wow, that's so, you know, because, I mean, when you combine the competition with the fundraising, you really want the competition to have because the money, the money that you raise is going to be used in so many important ways. That That is for sure. So, Jamie, how would you talk about uh, um, <clears throat> Marcio as a team leader of a barbecue team? How focused is he? How intense is he? He's biased. <laughs> he's biased. Don't take his opinion. <laughs> you know, he, he's incredibly focused. Uh, he only wants people around him that are going to share his vision and appreciate the the time that he needs space to focus on what he's doing. We all have our roles on the team. Uh, As long as we focus on those, the machine runs well. And uh, he's a great team leader. Like I said before, he's always lifting people up. Even in challenging times, you know, he'll lift you up rather than tear you down. And uh, he knows what he's doing. Uh, sometimes he brings in uh, other folks to, to help in key areas, but he's the leader. Well, when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Marcio Borgazan. Uh, we want to talk, I want to get Jamie's point of view about why he believes they won the Hogs for a Cause in New Orleans. And then we're going to kind of take a step back a bit and talk a little bit more about the kind of community work that they're doing today. Uh, really, not just in coastal Mississippi, but far beyond. I, I love their work after disasters. They're so focused on that. They've got some great partners that help on that, on that as well. It's amazing how quickly they can get there and start cooking. It is truly amazing. I'm talking about after a tornado or whatever. Uh, When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. See you after this break. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. When you combine barbecue, a love for barbecue, a love for cooking, and competition, you know, the wanting to win and wanting to be the best with 
your ability to want to give back to the community, your commitment to giving back to the community. When you put all those things together, I mean, no one ultimately can lose. You don't have to win a Hogs for a cause to still win because at the end of the day, the community wins. But the hog addiction competition team that uh, Marcio Borga is on leads and Jamie Bates is his brother from another mother and a, and a pretty large team. Like, like I was, the number of people on the team, what, how many people does it take to pull this off? Marcia? I think we got about 15 or 16 people, you know, hogs for the cause. It's a, it's a combined effort of, of two different barbecue teams. We brought in our friend, uh, a legend of barbecue, Hank Vaden. It's a good friend of mine. And he came in to support us, uh, on any way that we need him brought his trailer cooker for us to cook extra stuff to sell food, you know, a tremendous support. We also hog addiction partners up with the chef Scott executive, uh, chef Scott from UNO and UNO comes in with a lot of, uh, uh, food support. They bring in all the food that we sell an incredible support, an imaginable amount of food that you, that we sell, they, they bring in and it's just incredible. It takes wow. all you know, it took, you know, three different, three or four different organizations. And then our sponsors pour in donations, you know, um, hogs for the cause for me. Uh, I've been trying to get in it for the past five years. It's been really difficult to get in it. We finally got in after Memphis. We lost our spot. Then we come back around. Uh, Cook last year with Tony Saturies. We did really well. It was a very late entry because Tony came to us like three weeks before the event. Say, can y'all cook? And we had to kind of gather ourselves and, and be on the mud. And James, I remember James standing on the mud with a sign, y'all come on, eat, come buy some corn, you know. And, and <laughs> it takes that, bringing people in the tent and raising money. And uh, and so it's literally, it's, it takes people with a heart to believe that they can make it happen. But Hogs for the Cause has been a bucket list, really. And it has become one of the, one of the, uh, more of a to me personally and i tell all the guys this it has a lot more purpose than memphis and May to me because we can come cook barbecue but in the meantime we can raise money make a difference on children's life um that that we could not make it anywhere else uh if you think about it i mean 2.6 million dollars are not two dollars and sixty cents it's a huge amount of money it will go to children that i mean these are the future of our country. And so they are going to be changed. Their future is going to be changed forever. And we did that. We're part of it. Where you got, you guys are, when you go do these kind of events, whether it's Memphis and May or whether it's you know, Hogs for a Cause or wherever you go, whether you're, you know, responding after a disaster, you're representing Mississippi Gulf Coast. You're representing Coastal Mississippi, and you're giving people sort of a way to see into the hearts of Coastal Mississippians by looking through your heart. Hey, Jamie, when you look back at the competition and uh, at the Hogs for a Cause, do you have a sense as you're going through this that, you know, we actually have a chance? This is, you know, you know when somebody asked Tiger Woods, are you going to win? Are you going to win? Uh, the Masters, and he says, "Do you think you win?" He said, yeah, "I do." Is there a moment in in that process where you felt like, "Man, we can"? What? What? Tell me about that. No, we we felt really good uh, this weekend, but you know, competitions are subjective. It comes down to a lot of times what the judges' opinions are that that your food is in front of. Um, you know, some competitions there are political factors at, at play. Not this one. 
Um, but we felt really good about the product that was presented and turned in. And looking at the boxes up close that Marcio was, was putting together, you know, um, what happened this weekend was not a result of, of just the experience and, and work over the weekend. Marcio's been building up to this type of moment for all of his life. And that knowledge has been building. And he is a perfectionist when it comes to preparing the, the meats and, and sides and products that are, that are turned in. And um, I was very impressed with the, the product and the boxes. I saw every one of them that were, that were turned in. And he was happy, I think, with, with what he had done. And so when we do our best, and we know it's uh, the best that, that it can be, we know we have potential to win. Uh, but there's still yeah. other factors at play, but we felt really good about it. I thought he did a good job of talking about that, Marcio. I can only imagine from what I've seen on Netflix and other competitions on Food Network and others, is that you know when you go to certain competitions and you look who the judges are, some of them have sponsors, you know, so they're going to be a little bit aware of the sponsors. Some of them are so, some of them just like I want it to be a dr- little bit drier. Some I want it to be a little bit wetter. I want it to be a little bit salty. Some say I don't want it to be so salty. Some say I like the smoke. Some say it's too much smoke. And then when you add in the the issues of of, um, of sponsors and friends, and it can get awfully complicated and awfully political quickly, can it? It can. I, you know, it, nothing will stop us from cooking dough. Uh, our goal is just to stay in the game. We'll play the game for the future. I think, I think uh, you know, our team will be in it for a long time. I see, a, I see us. I was talking to one of our team members today. I said, you know, uh, somebody shared a, pe- uh, a paper that had our picture on. I said, let's put that away so we can tell our grandchildren one day take over a barbecue. Yeah. So when they take over, we'll tell them. This is what we did. So y'all take on and, and continue this. And so I think I think we have to look further into it more than just us doing it now, but building the next generation. Uh, you know, believe it or not, Ricky, barbecue is a dying thing. And I think social media has helped a lot, but it continued to, you know, some organizations are really struggling. Some of them are kind of somewhat going up. And so it's not a it's not a very hot thing. It may seem to feel when you win a contest, but it, it's not some that everybody want to get into it. If one is expensive, you know, you have to have the right support. Financially, you have to have a lot of support to go into this. And we are we have we have a sponsor that sponsor us, and we're so thankful that 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 he's there. And and um, one of the things that they really gets me you know this guy sends us money and in memphis will spend a lot of money and, and not to be tacky and talk about money but it costs probably cost 30 grand to go there and and he'll send us money and say thank you for the opportunity you know it just, wow. it just reminds me of you know he's he's got so much money but he's also graciously saying hey thank you for the opportunity to let me sponsor you out and that's just to me it's you can't buy that in a person you can't, and it says a lot about you. It says a lot about your team that they 
you know, they believe in what you're doing and that there's something more to it than just the cooking. I mean, obviously there's something more to it. I mean, there's, there's a brotherhood. What I love what you do though, is you, you, you guys make more friends and connections and this barbecue for a cause and giving back and all the work that you're involved in there. It does, it does, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the chain, the network of, of friends and people who, who want to be involved in something like that just gets exponentially bigger, doesn't it, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, community, right? It's community where we live. It's community uh, among the people that we volunteer and, and compete with. Um, teams come together when, when there are challenges that come up. If we see the you know, team struggling and need something, we'll help them to a degree. We're not going to give them any secrets, but if they're in a bind, we'll be there to help them. Well, well, Jamie, I don't, you know, look, coming back to, so give people, I want to give people a sense of this because I followed you closely and I, I sort of remember a lot of it actually. So whether it's a tornado in Mississippi or maybe it's a hurricane in Florida or Louisiana or Texas, you know, you may not ever, you may not get to go to everything, but boy, there is a major effort to go to everything that's hit within any any distance of, uh, I mean, hell, distance doesn't matter, actually. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you guys would drive forever. Uh, but your goal is to get there as quick as possible and start serving people who need you. Uh, you know, so I think about the power company and line workers and, and how you serve those in different disasters. But what's driving that? Where does this need to get there as quickly as possible with as much food as possible? What's driving that? Well, I, I think all of us in South Mississippi can, can relate to um, – People who've lost everything, whether it be ourselves or our friends and neighbors, our family, um, to, to have lost your home, to have ex experienced a tornado or a hurricane or a flood uh, in your home that's disrupted your life, maybe taken everything that you own except the clothes on, the, on your back, and maybe even taken the shoes that were on your feet. Um, we want to be there fast, as fast as we can to, to bring comfort to people, and that's through food. And, um, you know, a meal in a week uh, is not going to be as well received as one that comes within 12 hours or 24 hours after you've experienced that, that, that loss. And so we mm -hmm. still support it to be ready to go. We make plans and preparations now for the next storm. We're ready to go today. Um, our, our Giving Back Foundation team is, is ready to go. Uh, we've been blessed to be able to build up the supplies that we need to feed at least 40,000, the first 40,000 meals. Um, if we have the, you know, the uh, advanced warning of a storm that's coming, preparations start, try to look for where we're going, build local contacts if we are, don't already have them, build up the resources we need to be able to respond in a great way. But well, we're going to continue this part of the conversation in the final segment with Marcia Borgazan and Jamie Bates. But it's it's really incredible the work that they and other volunteers are doing at the disasters. Just really, wherever the disaster is, I mean, they'll, they'll try to get there. So when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. See you after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Cofield. We have Marcio Borgazan and uh, Jamie Bates, and we're talking about well, you know, really the headline for the for the for the show today was they won hogs for a cause in New Orleans last weekend. Their hog addiction competition barbecue team, but really the headline for this show is about two guys and the people that surround them and their commitment to giving back to the community and how they do it in so many different ways. Uh, one of the things I want to I want to make sure that we, uh, we we before we get too much further when we went to break Marcio you heard what Jamie said but uh, you know what's your what's your take on on this commitment to wanting to give back well you know when we go to disaster reliefs you know uh, you know James may not go to all I may not go to all but let me just tell you about Jamie he won't he is part of it like logistically figuring it out how to get product there you know if we're not going we're serving another row in another way you know uh, maybe just go for a day and drop a smoker off and come back because we do have our family here uh, that we have to to also you know take care of it. Uh, but I'm going to tell you this: it's uh, if anyone listen out there, take the two three days off and go volunteer and go experience. You realize that you, what what is going to come to your mind is this: how blessed you are, first of all, to be spared from the whatever the situation was, if it was a storm that didn't come through here, went to our neighbor town or state, uh, you you'll see it pretty quickly. Uh, the difference, you know, and that that'll that'll spark a light that'll get you to serve and it really start getting you to take a place and volunteer because we all do have time for that. A lot of times, you know, I, I can be guilty of, of using my time for a lot of things. Uh, you know, besides what's really important, and, and when you go one time, man, it's 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 a it's a difference making. Uh, I've had yeah. work for me for 15 years, and I take him him on a deployment. Man, I can see the difference on him. You know, he's like he was able yeah. to go, and it was tremendous. It was an impact in his life. It can be a it can be a life changing experience, and you know I was fortunate, Jamie, at the Sun Herald. We were always, you know, not not expected, but we were encouraged big time to be involved in the community in one way or the other. And uh, you know, you said something pretty powerful, though, Jamie. I remember after Hurricane Katrina, we had a we did an editorial and we had a headline like three or four days after Katrina. It was the headline said something like "Help us now," because all the prepositioned supplies for the state and all that got washed away or blown away or whatever. It took too long for the immediate aftermath of the storm for us to get what we needed and. So this notion of getting there within 12 hours, gosh, is that powerful? I mean, that's you you under you you knew that from your own experience how important that is, didn't you? Absolutely. Uh, when you're in need, um, you know, somebody coming to your rescue, asking how they can help, bringing supplies that you didn't know that you needed, it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jamie, uh, we don't have time to tell the whole story, but after Katrina, you was one of the first things you were big time involved in. You got involved in getting shoes to people. How many shoes did y'all ultimately distribute? Uh, through Souls for Souls, we distributed 1.2 million pair of shoes, not only on the Gulf Coast, but throughout the Gulf Coast, uh, the South, I'm sorry, the Southern states, you know, Texas, wow. Mississippi, Georgia, all over. Wow. And you got, I mean, it was an international effort. Yeah, we had shoes coming from Germany. I believe there were 40,000 pair of brand new shoes that came from one company in Germany, uh, came in through the port in Houston. And we just worked work with churches and community partners, uh, people connecting people to find places to get those shoes in the hands of people who had evacuated from the, 
the Gulf Coast of the New Orleans region. Um, it was, you know, they were just shoes, but they were important to a lot of people who had lost their shoes. Yeah, they, they really were. Hey, Marcio, in the short time we have left, when you're in the quietness of your, your own thoughts and you're sort of evaluating how you can make a difference, what's the conversation that you're having with yourself? Go do it now. Wow, that's that's powerful. What about you, Jamie? What you, what are you thinking? You know, I just want to go and help. You know, I, I think God has given us uh, more blessings than we deserve, and it's it's great to be responsive to needs as they come up as fast as we can. I can't. I can't. I can't tell you how important I, there was. I mean, I had so many opportunities after Hurricane Katrina, when I was uh, when I was spending a lot of my time working on the governor's commission and trying to figure out how we're going to rebuild the community. But we're at a public meeting over in Bay St. Louis at a church where all the walls have been washed away. And after this meeting, I was just a volunteer there, you know, helping sort of put this meeting on. But after the meeting, the woman thought I was in charge, which I wasn't. I was just there to help, you know. And she came to me and she said, the one thing I want to make sure that you do, and she said, make sure in the governor's report that you talk about prepositioning buses because too many friends in my fa- too many friends and family members were killed by Hurricane Katrina who didn't have gas in their cars. And uh, having buses where people can get to them that will encourage them to get out is the most important important thing and I thought wow I mean I was I mean I just was in that moment I could tell she needed to get someone that feedback but man it's so powerful to touch people who are in in this moment of need or who want even in their most difficult time in life still want to do make, play their role to make things better for others. There's something incredibly inspiring by that. And I hope that all people will hear your story, Jamie, your story, Marcia, your commitment to want to do something now and uh, and be inspired by that. I really appreciate the time you guys spent with me today. It was everything I expected it to be and more. Congratulations on winning the competition. I look forward to following you guys in the future. Thank you, Ricky. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, look. I'll Y'all have say- yeah. Glory every time on everything we do. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.